Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Impact Today. We're glad you joined us. Uh, We're excited again about today's lesson. Last week, we began talking about the subject of the power of the name of Jesus. This week, we're going to continue along those lines, teaching about the miraculous signs that should accompany every believer because of that wonderful, great, powerful name, the name of Jesus. Don't forget to visit our website, impacttoday.tv. Let us know uh, what your prayer requests are or what God's doing in your life as a result of this program. We look forward to hearing from you. So let's get into this lesson today. I'm again joined by my beautiful wife, Victoria, of 26 years. And uh, how you doing? I'm doing great. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm going to read a scripture. We're going to start in Mark chapter 16 and verse 15. And Jesus said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Amen. And and it goes on to read, So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he he was received up into heaven, sat down at the right hand of God, And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus is seated at the right hand of God the Father. But by the power and presence of His Holy Spirit and His name, He is with us today to work miraculous signs. Every believer can expect certain miraculous signs to follow them. Notice here, Jesus said two things I want you to notice. He said, number one, I want you to go into all the world and proclaim the good news to every person. And number two, these signs will accompany those who believe. Notice he didn't say, these signs will accompany preachers or the pastor or the evangelist. No, no. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. Believers. Believers. And I like to say it like this. Fish swim, birds fly, dogs bark, cats meow, believers believe. If you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, it is your very nature to believe. And Jesus said, all things are possible to him or her who believes. Are you a believer today? Then all things are possible. Hallelujah. Praise God. And and here, uh, the first sign that Jesus uh, mentions, he says, In my name, they will cast out demons. I want you to hear that. They will cast out demons. Not the pastor. Thank God pastors in the name of Jesus can cast out demons as well. But every believer is authorized by the Lord Jesus Christ to cast out demons in his name. So are you saying if somebody were to become a believer, like say today, that immediately 
they have the same authority over demons as someone who's been saved for like 50 years? Absolutely. Because the name of Jesus is our inheritance. It's our birthright. It belongs to us. When you're born again, you're born into privileges of the kingdom of heaven. Praise God. And we'll talk about that a little bit further. But never forget this. Every believer has authority over demons to resist them and to cast them out of others who are oppressed or possessed. Hmm. Praise God. Amen. That's good. Yeah. That means we don't have to be afraid of the devil. That's right. Never. We never have to be afraid. It's awesome. Yeah. You don't earn that authority. You're born into it. When you receive, when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you inherit this authority that he's given to the church. Praise God. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, young or old. If you're a believer, you have authority over demons. That's right. It reminds me of our niece, Michaela. Yes. <laughs> She's 19 years old. Yes. She's a full-time missionary to Guatemala, Guatemala. And every time we hear from her, hey, Uncle Mark, hey, Aunt Victoria, I cast out a few demons today. Yes. <laughs> and she is. Yes. She's, she's doing that. The signs that are supposed to follow a believer are following her. And I think it's, it's good to mention about little Victoria. No, or, I mean, I mean, excuse, little, that's Mi- her sister. Little Michaela is, Michaela is little. <laughs> she is little. She's a <laughs> tiny little girl with blonde hair. You would never know that she was a, uh, a preaching machine who mm-hmm. cast out demons. But that just goes to show it's not about your stature. Right. It's not about your looks. It's not about your gender. It's not about your background. It's about who you are in, in Christ. Christ Jesus. Yeah. If you are in Christ, you have been given authority over demons in his name. Amen. That's good. So uh, in Acts chapter 16, we have a story. Would you like to read that, Miss Victoria? Sure. Acts chapter 16, starting in verse 16. Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And she did this for many days. Amen. This is a wonderful story. Paul is preaching the gospel, him and Silas, they're preaching the gospel. And notice it says that this this slave girl, she was a slave and her masters enslaved her for fortune telling Mm -hmm. because she had a demon inside of her and this demon was telling her things about other people. And they were using that, they were merchandising her uh, for profit. And so this girl's going around, everywhere Paul and Silas are going preaching the gospel, she's following them and saying, everybody look, these men are servants of the Most High God. Notice, everything she's saying is correct. And the Bible says she did this for many days. I think there's something to point out here. You ought not assume that someone has a demon. And, you know, unless they're like manifesting, you know, in a, you know, you know, withering and you know, like a snake on the ground, and you know, 
spending on the ground and slothing out the mouth and everything like that. No, no, no. Don't assume. Don't try to cast a demon of someone who doesn't have a demon. Yeah, that, will, that does damage to them, mm-hmm. you know. No. Notice it says she did this for many days. Why was she able to do this for many days? I believe it's simple. Paul didn't know it was a demon. Until the Holy Spirit revealed it to him, right. he did not know. So either he saw it, or the you know, Holy his Spirit. eyes were opened in the spirit and he saw the demon, mm-hmm. or he just had a knowing inside. inside. It was revealed to him. Yeah. And once he knew, notice he didn't address the girl. He addressed the demon inside the girl. And he said, come out. Now, how did he do it? In the name of Jesus Christ. And when he said, come out in the name of Jesus, it had to come out. Praise God. We have authority over demons. The Bible says in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, Jesus said it. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. Notice, nothing, nothing. Serpents, scorpions, the power of the enemy, demons, they cannot harm you. When you know who you are in Christ, we trample over them because we are in Christ Jesus. Praise God. I'll never forget once when I was preaching the gospel in a particular nation with some Bible school students. Uh, we were at a rock quarry ministering to those who lived there uh, specifically for working at this rock quarry. And we, we proclaimed the gospel of Jesus Christ. It was the first time many of them had ever heard of Jesus. And we prayed for the sick. And once that was over, though, we were invited to go pray for a lady who was bedridden in her house. Because she was so weak. She had been there for two or three weeks. Now, she was also a family member of these rock quarry workers. And uh, she was also a worker at the rock quarry. That's tough work. Yeah. But uh, two, or three, two or three weeks or a month before we came, she, has, she was walking one day. And mysteriously, when she was under this tree, this presence, this dark presence came on her. It was a demon. It was a demon. And uh, she began to grow weak in her body. And for some reason, this, this uh, open wound began to develop on her foot. And her foot began to swell. And it was gr- getting larger and larger. Um, I would say it was about 30% larger than the other foot. And uh, she couldn't go to work. She went to the hospital. They, did, they couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. In fact, she, she began to just lay in bed. She was too weak to work around the house, do the dishes, any chores, just laying in bed. And so we went to her. They brought her out of the house. They were kind of holding her a little bit, just a little. Um, I mean, she could stand. But I, I asked her, are you born again? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? She said, no. And I said, listen, we could cast the devil out of you in the name of Jesus Christ. It has to go. But he has every right to come back if Jesus isn't your Lord. But if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will have the same amount of authority over that demon as I do because it's in the name of Jesus. Do you want to receive Jesus? And she said, yes. 
We prayed with her. She accepted Christ. And then we laid hands on her in his name. And I said this. I said, devil, you just met the wrong man. Because I come to you in the name. Did you hear that? I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. You leave her life now. Your power is broken. And we thank the Father God in heaven for healing her. And we said goodbye. And the next day we, we, uh, we went back to check on her. And lo and behold, she had returned to work that day. She went back to work at the rock quarry. The wound on her foot had had. Uh, healed over, and the swelling in her foot was 90% gone. She was healed by the power of God. Hallelujah. That is due to the power of the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. And that power belongs to you in Jesus. We were all slaves to Satan. The Bible says that the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. But when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're translated from the dominion of his power into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And then he can't have power over you mm-hmm. unless you let him. Unless you let him, yeah. I'll never forget one of our first crusades that we ever did uh, many years ago. Uh, we were praying for people, and this family brought a 12-year-old girl up on stage for us to pray for. She was deaf and mute since birth. So she lived to 12 years old, never heard a sound, never made a sound. Mm -hmm. She looked frightened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But they brought her up on stage, and I remember uh, we prayed for her and prayed in the name of Jesus, Mm -hmm. and she fell to the ground, and you began to walk away. But then all of a sudden, you turned back around, and you said, pick her back up. They picked her up, and you said, come out in the name of Jesus instantly her whole face changed. Why? Because her ears opened Mm -hmm. and her tongue was loose. Now you might think her face changed to happy and excited, but no, it didn't. (laughs) Because here she is on a stage in front of thousands of people, never hearing a sound. And now there's this crazy guy in front of her saying, can you hear me? All these loud noises. Mm -hmm. And um, she was overcome. Mm -hmm. I took a picture of her. It's one of my favorite pictures. Right in that moment, her eyes were filled with tears. And um, someone, you know, got up next to her and said, say after me, mama, dada. And she could speak. She could make sounds. Now she still had to learn how to talk. It's like starting from an infant. But her mother was so happy. The demon that was in her was making her deaf, was making her mute. Not every time when someone's deaf is there a demon there. But if there is a demon there making a person deaf, when you address that demon in the name of Jesus, it has to leave and the ears open. Yes, that's right. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of people, they're uncomfortable with the fact of the reality of demons. But you don't have to be if you know who you are in Christ. But see, many people, they'll believe in angels, but they won't believe in the devil and demons. And that's why a lot of times God gets the blame for everything that happens, you know. <laughs> you know, no, there's a God, almighty God, but there's also a devil. Now, de- it's not like God's here and the devil's here and they're, they're fighting each other. No, no. The devil at one time was a good angel, but he chose to rebel against God, and he was struck down because of his rebellion. So he's just, 
He's very limited. Uh, but you have to realize that demons are real, mm-hmm. just like angels are real. I was conducting a crusade in a place called Magui, South Sudan. Now, I might have alluded to this story in a recent or a former episode, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it again just to illustrate. If you believe in angels, you also have to believe in demons and vice versa. So I was preaching the gospel, like I said, in Magui, South Sudan. And on the first night of the meeting, this man came forward. And he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Now, he was crippled in his leg. And he used a stick to get around. And he accepted Christ and went home crippled. Went to bed that night and uh, went to sleep. And in the middle of the night, an angel, bright and glorious angel, walked into his hut and woke him up and startled him. And he said... Can you imagine how terrifying that is? Yeah, he said it was frightening. Because these are beings from another world. Mm -hmm. These angels come from the glory realm, Mm -hmm. from the glory of God. And we we have other stories about that too, but for the sake of time, we'll just talk about this one. And the angel, he, he saw the angel, and he says, for some reason, I started speaking in this unknown tongue. We'll talk about that in the next episode. Uh, yeah, but then the angel said this to me. He said, get out of bed, leave your stick behind because you're healed. He got out of bed and he discovered, oh, his leg was completely healed by the power of God. Angels don't heal, but they bring healing from the throne of God. And so the next night he came back to the, to the, the crusade and came on the platform and testified what God had done for him. I'll never forget that as long as I live. Hallelujah, what a wonderful Testimony. Well, in that same week, though, we had many. We had actually 17 different women. I have no idea why it was just women, but 17 different women came on the platform and testified of being set free from demons. It's because the devil hates women. He does hate women. Women are a great threat to him because women, when they know who they are in Christ Jesus, they do great things. That's right. Uh, but this one particular woman, you know, we had a, uh, the miracle festival at nighttime, but in the day I was teaching pastors. And you know what I was teaching those pastors? I was teaching them about the power and the authority of the name of Jesus. Well, the sessions had ended for the day. I left, and after I left, this demon-possessed woman came to the place where the conference was being held, where the pastors were. And what a testimony. They led her to Jesus Christ, and they cast the demon or demons out of her. And this is what happened. This woman, this was her testimony. She had had four children. Three of them were dead. And the fourth one was sick. And she said this. When the demons were leaving her, they said this to her. We've lived in you. We've been, we have been your master's. But since you've accepted Jesus Christ, we have to leave. We want you to know that we are responsible for the first three deaths of your children. And the fourth one is sick because of us. Since you're accepting Jesus, we have no choice. We're out of here. Praise God. Think about that. The horror. What had happened was she had went to a witch doctor. And when she went to a witch doctor, involving herself in witchcraft that opened the door for these demons to come in. See, 
Demons don't have to come into your life. You have, they come in when we open the door to them. And she had opened the door when she went and, and started practicing and, and involved herself in witchcraft. Well, she accepted Jesus Christ. Her sins were forgiven. She repented of the witchcraft. Three pastors went to her house with her and they burned up all the witchcraft fetishes. And when they were burned up, her fourth and final child was completely healed by the power of God. Hallelujah. Now, what is a beautiful thing was immediately we saw the transformation in her life. From the very first day that she accepted Christ, she began to participate in the the miracle festival. She began serving in the pastor's conference, washing the dishes after lunchtime, going to the the, the crusade, the miracle crusade or the, the miracle festival and helping people receive their miracle, walking with people who were lame and helping them walk for the first time in years. It was awesome to see the transformation in her life. But what did it? The power and the authority of the name of Jesus. Praise God. You mentioned something just a minute ago. You said that by her going to the witch doctor, it opened the door for the demons. Mm -hmm. That might make people think, well, what other kind of things open the door to demons? Because I don't want to open the door to a demon. So what other kind of things can open the door? Sin. All kinds of sin. But I find it very interesting, though. You know, there, people don't just go to the witch doctor because they want to go to the witch doctor. They're going to the witch doctor for help. Right. For healing. For healing and for this and that. But then it opens the door wide open for demons to come in. You know, I I know here a lot of times what people do here in America is maybe they have problems many problems. And you know what they do? They might not run to a witch doctor, but they'll run to drugs. Mm -hmm. They'll run to the bottle and they start drinking alcohol. And what happens? They open the door and demons come in and it makes their life 10 times, 20 times, 100 times worse than it was before. So no, when you have issues, when you have trials, when you have tribulations, don't Don't go to sin. Don't go to the witch doctor. Don't go to wine and alcohol and drugs. It just complicates things worse. Go to Jesus. He will be a refuge to you. The name of the Lord is a high tower. And the righteous run into it and they are safe. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, the Bible says, now, you might be thinking, well, I don't know anyone who's demon-possessed, so what, what does this apply to me? Well, notice I said, in the name of Jesus, we have authority over the devil to resist them and to cast them out. So, you know, maybe there's no demons to be cast out, but you can resist the devil. You know, one way the devil will come against you? Fear. Mm-hmm. He'll whisper thoughts of fear, anxiety panic. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? How are you going to pay for that bill? What about this? You might get sick. You might get... No, no, that's, that's the devil. See, the devil doesn't appear as some big scary monster. He comes in invisible form and whispers thoughts to you. Resist him. The Bible says this in James 4, 7. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You have authority over the devil. 
But like I said to the lady at the rock quarry, you have to accept him as your Lord and Savior first. So let's pray right now. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, let's do that right now. Say this after me. Dear God in heaven, Dear God in heaven I come to you in Jesus' name. I come to you in Jesus' name. I need a Savior. I need a Savior. And I believe, and I believe Jesus, Christ Jesus Christ is your Son. Is your son. I, believe I believe He died on the cross for my sin. He died on the cross for my he sin. He rose again from the dead. He rose again from the Therefore, dead. Therefore, I call on the name of Jesus. I call on the name of Jesus for salvation right now. For salvation right Dear now. Jesus, Dear Jesus, I confess. I confess. You are You are my Lord. You are my Lord. I receive You. I receive in you my heart. In my heart. As my, Savior. as my Savior. Thank you for saving me right now. Thank you for saving me now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Now, if you are sick in body, let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for our authority in Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, I break the power of the devil that would oppress people's bodies right now. Come out of them. Leave them alone. Come out of their minds. Leave them alone in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for your healing presence, healing them now from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. I thank you that you heal them. You set them free from panic. You set them free from fear. You set them free from every bondage of the enemy in the name of Jesus. We believe we receive it. And we count it done. Amen. 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 Praise God. If you just prayed to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior for the first time, we'd really like to hear from you. So visit our website at impacttoday.tv and shoot us an email and give us your testimony. Let us know what God's doing in your life. Amen. Until next time, we will see you. God bless you. Have a great week. Impact Today is made possible by the generous support of the friends and partners of Global Impact Ministries International.